Welcome to Truly Fit, the online fitness marketplace connecting pros and clients through unique fitness business software. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. In today's episode, it is just going to be me speaking to you about fitness interviews. We are going to go over everything from what you should wear in a fitness interview to what you should expect in a fitness interview. And when I say fitness interview, I mean anything from group fitness to personal training and so on and so forth. So let's dive right into it. Firstly, the most common question when I'm working with the young trainers is, what do I wear to the fitness interview? And I always tell them, if you're going to a facility of some sort, a gym, let's say you're a personal trainer, and you're going to a, a particular gym, wear business casual, but bring clothes to change into that are fitness related, things that you can work in. Why I say this, if you're going to an interview where the interviewer actually cares about the company, at some point, they're gonna ask you to do a practical. That may be on site right there and then, or that may be when they bring you back for a second or third interview, but you should anticipate that you may have to do a practical interview when you get there. For those of you who don't know what a practical is, it's essentially a mock training or a mock class. It might only be 10 or 15 minutes rather than a full training or a full class, but it gives the professionals who are running the business an idea of your current skill set. It doesn't mean that they won't hire you if you're not great at it, but at least they know who they're hiring and what sort of level of employee you are. So you may be bad in this mock interview and still, excuse me, this practical, and you still may get the job, but I know that I can't have you work with particular kinds of clients because you're not advanced enough yet, right? So I start you off slow. Maybe maybe you don't get to negotiate the percentage that you were hoping for because I can tell right away that you're green and that you're new to the business and vice versa. Maybe they can tell right away that you're tenured in the industry and they can you know, kind of move you up the ladder quickly. So uh, let's go over what would take place in a practical quickly, and then I'm gonna run down a list of things I think that are very important in the interview process. Three major things, and then I'll break those three major things down. So again, in a practical, what is typically going to happen is you might have the owner of that business say to you, I want you to pretend that trainer A over here is actually a client. So you're gonna work with them, don't look at me, don't talk to me, pretend that they're your client. I'm gonna give you a scenario and you're gonna do a quick training, five, 10 minutes, situationally, of what would happen in this case. So he may say, this client is a 67-year-old female. She is looking for overall, overall health and wellness, mostly to strengthen her legs and help her balance though. And you know how, how would you start this process? Well, they wanna see what your first movements are. So first, obviously, the first thing you should always say, just to play it safe is, hi ma'am, we need to have a consultation first so that I can go over your health history before we start working together, right? That's kind of a trap question and you need to be ready to answer in that manner so that they know safety is on your mind, right? That's first and foremost for the company. They wanna know that you are thinking about safety because obviously uh, litigiously, litigation-wise, that's what they're concerned with. Ultimately, if you don't know what you're doing, you know they're on the hook for it. So make sure that's the first thing you say and then provided they already understand that or you're moving on to the next steps, 
They want to see you know where you start. Uh, do you bring her over to a a, a riser and uh, are you spotting her if you're going to step step up and down on that riser? Are you cueing her on the motions? Are you asking her how she feels during the exercise to make sure that she's you know breathing appropriately and not feeling any discomfort in her knees or her hip? These are the things they want to see. Then they might want to see creativeness. They might give you a band or a kettlebell and say, show me six different exercises with this piece of equipment. So you have to be ready to do all of those things. And I know if you're brand new to the training world, to the fitness world, this may seem daunting, but it's easier than you think. And I'm going to go over some things that are going to help you in the interview process here. So you know, number one is you know, research. You need to do your research about said company. If you're interviewing, let's say, at a yoga studio and you have a particular belief concerning uh, exercising while fully hydrated, but half of their classes are hot yoga, you know, that those beliefs are, are not going to coincide, right? And you're less likely to get the job. So maybe that's not a place you do want to work given your beliefs, but still, you should know what these places do. Get on their blogs, get on their websites, get on their IG, get on their Facebook pages. So you have a background on what these facilities do. So you can be saying the right things in the, in, in the interview process. And, you know, you, you may disagree, again, with some of their practices. But having the foresight to understand what they do allows you to manipulate that conversation in a way that benefits you. So let me give you an example. Maybe everybody there has an ACE certification and you have a NASM certification. Well, that's still a pitch that you can get out in front of. You can say, I did my, you know, my research. I know everyone here has an A certification. I think that's great. I think though it's going to bring a different dynamic to your clientele and your business by having me, a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer there. Or again, I know that you guys focus mainly on X, Y, and Z yoga background from A, B, and C yoga. So I think I can bring a different dynamic, bring a, a new set of clientele through the door and that we can help build the business together. So provided you know what's coming in these interviews and you know about the business, there's not going to be as many curveballs, which essentially is going to allow you to answer the questions better. Part two here, okay, research is part one. Part two is practice. I, I know this sounds obvious, but some people who are not ready for a practical aren't practicing. Here are two great ways to practice. Number one, I call it E3, otherwise known as Equipment Exhaustion Exercise. So every day prior to leading up to the interview, let's say you have an interview on Saturday, you start the Saturday before, you grab a piece of equipment and you do everything you can with it, right? Get creative because you're going to have to be creative not only when you're training, but potentially in the interview process, you have to get your mind thinking on the spot because you're going to be put on the spot, you're going to be nervous and you have to be ready for it. So. For example, you might grab a band and you throw it over, you know, uh, over a bedpost and you do chest presses and then you turn around and you do rows and then you turn back around and do tricep extensions and then you turn back towards it and you do high rows and then you turn back away and now you add a forward lunge with your chest press and then you turn backwards and you do your row with your reverse lunge and then you do uh, a squat with a row and then you tie the band inside of itself and you do rotations with the band and then you do upward chops and downward chops and so on and so forth, right? Get your mind working that way. What can I do with one piece of equipment? It's important. The next part of practice is site-specific study. So it's basically the same thing, except instead of picking out a piece of equipment, you're gonna pick out a particular topic or even a muscle, right? So you might say, all right, let's pick out 
uh, pec major. What are all the different exercises I can think of that involve that muscle group, right? That are working that muscle group, whether it's a primary or secondary or tertiary, you know, what sort of exercises are involved that I can use for that muscle group? Maybe you are not in that, that field, right? Maybe you're not a personal trainer or maybe you're a group class instructor or simply uh, maybe you're a nutrition coach. Well, think of a you know, carbohydrate, right? Name all the foods that you can think of and that have carbohydrates in them off the top of your head and then explain what a carbohydrate is and explain what a carbohydrate isn't, right? Just do these, pick out one particular thing and basically throw everything against the wall you can think about that particular thing, right? Unload all this information. So again, number one, research, we went over that, how important that is, understand the company. Number two, practice, equipment exhaustion and site-specific study for your practice. And three, this might sound obvious too, but be confident, honest, and teachable. This interviewer, at some point, if he's good, I consider myself a good interviewer, um, we are looking to break you, so to speak. There's gonna be some point where we're asking you questions that you're not gonna know, and that we feel there's a good chance that you have to pick a particular direction. And that direction is either lying or saying, you know what? I apologize, I'd love to learn that, but I actually don't know much about that. And that's what we wanna hear. You're joining my team, you're helping me, you're gonna be working with other people. Personal training, this needs to be personal. You need to be able to work with people. Nobody wants a know-it-all, nobody wants a liar. You, if you don't know something, simply say it and say that I would love to learn more about that. That's what we wanna hear in the interview. It will go very far for you you know, be yourself, be confident, be honest, but number one, show that you're teachable and you will get that interview. So again, let's go down the three things and down the three things and then we'll start from the top with the most asked question. What do you wear to the fitness interview? Of course, it depends on the facility, but I would say dress business casual and then bring a pair of clothes that you can change into in case you have to do a practical. Number two, do your research, do your due diligence, know what you're going into, know what certifications and what teaching styles they have at this particular location so you're not walking into this blindly. Do your practice through equipment exhaustion and site study, site-specific study. And then lastly, you know, your personality in the interview needs to be confident, honest, but most importantly, teachable. And that is it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and good luck on your fitness interviews. Remember to check out our social media sites, which are all listed at TrulyFitApp. There, you can find the polls to questions concerning potential upcoming topics for our podcast and leave your information or our colleagues and friends' information who you would think best fit for discussion of that topic. Thanks again.